The Leafs win on the scoreboard in Ottawa, but lose big in the crease. What's next for Toronto in the wake of Joseph Wall's injury? We'll discuss that and recap the win over Ottawa on today's edition of the Locked On Leafs podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. Your Locked On Maple Leafs, your daily podcast on the Toronto Maple Leafs, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome into the Locked On at Leaves podcast, a daily Maple Leaf-centric podcast hosted by myself, Mike DiStefano, and my co-host, Dave Morissuti. We do have new shows coming out each and every weekday, Monday through Friday. So if you haven't yet or you're new to the show, please, we'd ask that you subscribe to the podcast wherever you find your podcasts are also up on YouTube. Um, Dave... I mean, it's 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 a bittersweet moment here in this postcast. The Leafs did win in regulation for the first time since November 17th. 4-3 was the final. The Leafs win part two of the Battle of Ontario. And we'll get into tonight's game and kind of recap it. But the story of the night, the play of Joseph Wall, which was quickly overshadowed by the injury to Joseph Wall. It, it's like, you know... When you watch any of those war movies where they get the win in the big battle and it's like, yeah, we won. And then you realize like one of your couple of Padres dies in the battle. Yeah. And it's like it's hard to feel good about the win when you lose someone like that. Now, obviously, Joseph Wall is still with us. I'm not making that comparison, but <laughs> you, you're just like. And the in the Discord chat, like it got grim, right? Like as soon as Joseph Wall went down, and I'm seeing on Twitter, seasons over, this and that. And I'm like, it's it it is so tough. Like when you have such a high and it gets to a low, and that's what it felt like in this game. And it's that's what it felt like watching Lee's Twitter as soon as Sheldon Keefe gave the update after the game, and you're like yeah, you try. You prayed and hoped that it wasn't going to be that bad. But- you knew it was going to be though. Like you knew it was going to be. Yeah. Like for, for those who who missed the game and maybe are, are are waking up and aren't sure exactly what happened, or you went to bed, fell asleep in the second period. Um, Joseph Wall in the third went to go and make a pretty routine save. Just kind of went down into his butterfly to kind of and stabbed his glove at, at, at a, an incoming puck. It's not even as though it was like a hard shot. But tweak something in his lower body. You you saw him. He dropped the puck and then just kind of dropped to the ice. And uh, the the you know refs kind of blew the play down dead just moments afterward, realizing okay this there's something up with this guy, and uh, was unable to put any weight whatsoever on was it his left leg I believe it was left leg. So whether it's you know a knee or a groin, whatever it, it is that. Uh, that he tweaked here. Yeah, it, it didn't look good at all. Um, needed help getting to the dressing room and still uh, apparently when reporters were in there was uh, after the game was still unable to put any weight on on that leg. So uh, that's not good news at all for Joseph Wall, who had really started to come into his own. Like he, this was his, what, fifth straight start and 
you know, some of it was because Samsonov had been sick and, and was unable to go. Uh, but, you know, he'd been playing some really quality hockey and he bailed this team out a lot over the course of the season. And he bailed them out again tonight in many, many circumstances to even keep them in this game and give them an opportunity not to pick up just one point, but actually get two full points within 60 minutes for the first time in like three weeks. Um, it, it's 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 a tough blow for the Maple Leafs, such a tough blow. And I listened to some of the comments from from a lot of the players post game and they're gutted for this guy. Like he, he'd been doing nothing but battling all year for them, giving them an opportunity to stay in games and win games. And uh, now he's going to be out for, you know, an expected period of time. Um, you know, the, the quote from Sheldon Keefe was he will miss some time. Didn't quite say exactly how much time he's going to miss. He's going to be reevaluated in Toronto uh, on Friday, but this is now a Ilya Samsonov and Martin Jones tandem. Dave, how does that make you feel? Um, there, there are certain words that I cannot say right now. And there were certain words I could not say when I saw the Joseph Bowl coming off the ice and not being able to put his leg. Like there were very same words I wanted to say and I could not say mm. in that moment. And look, I mean, Injuries happen, guys. You, I mean, look, Tampa had was started their season without Andre Vasilevsky, right? Like these things do happen. Um, but you see how Joseph Wall just like that game, the Leafs had no business, zero business being in that game for the first two periods. Dude, that could have been four. It could have been four nothing after the first. Like Tarasenko yeah. could have had a hat trick in the first period if it wasn't for for Joe Wall. No, and and that's that's something the Leafs had not been getting from Ilya Samsonov right this season. Really, like you think about the last few years, it really hasn't been a Leaf goaltender given performances like that, like we've seen from Joseph Wall. And this isn't the first time Joseph Wall has done this this season. Like you think back to when he first got into the creeds. I think back to that game in Dallas where he's making miraculous save after miraculous save. It's when this team doesn't have it, when this team isn't performing at its cap to its capabilities, is Joseph Wall that's kept them in those games. And that's why everyone's like, we they, they don't have the same confidence that Ilya Samsov can do the same thing. Martin Jones. Only got to see him for a few minutes, but you also see what his stats were like with the Toronto Marlies this season. And yeah, I, I can I don't blame anyone that's like this is not looking great for especially when it's considered a long term thing. Like this isn't two weeks, three weeks. This sounds like it could be as Sheldon he he says sometime. Sometime yeah. usually means extended period yeah and, and i mean we're not going to speculate as to how much time it is until we hear more obviously but you damn well know that like this is going to be Ilya samsonov's net going forward like this is this isn't going to be a 1a 1b 
with him and Martin Jones, like Samsonov. Now this is this is his chance to kind of take over the net and run with it a little bit here, right? This is his opportunity to get a bulk of starts and maybe try and get into a rhythm. And I mean, I know that he hasn't been very good this season. He's he's been poor actually uh, for the most part of you know the the season so far. Um, he's got an eight seventy eight save percentage and three fifty eight goals against. But last year, you did see a pretty solid goaltender. Like you, you saw him when he did get a string of games and really get going and go on a run where he got into four or five in a row. Uh, he really started to to play better. Um, and he ended the year with what a nine nineteen save percentage, a two thirty three goals against average. So they somehow have to get that goaltender back. Um, he's there. It's there, right? He is. He he. That goaltender is in there. Um, but you know what would help him? Definitely if the team played better in front, right? That that's really been um the biggest difference between you know what we saw last year and what we're seeing this year. If you look at the underlying numbers, they're giving up way more chances um and, and some you know high danger chances as well than they were a year ago. And and I think that's something where now you have an injury here to to Joseph Wall. You got to sit there if you're the team and be like, hey, we got to we got to help out our goaltenders now. I mean, we can't let these guys keep getting peppered. 41 shots on goal, 41 shots on goal tonight, um, you know, to, to Ottawa, who, to be honest, they're, they're like a middle of the pack team. It's not like Ottawa's, you know, out here. They're not the Vegas Golden Knights or anything like that. Um, and, and they got crushed by by this team. So they got to play better as a team. Um, and I think that will allow Samsonov and now Martin Jones, who's definitely going to get some games to probably play better in net. And, and, you know, hopefully we see the Sammy of last year, the Sammy of old kind of start to shine back through because Toronto's they're going to need it. Now they definitely are going to need it. Now let's, uh, let's take a quick break. We can come back and we can kind of continue this conversation and break down what we saw Tonight from the Maple Leafs and uh, also tee up the weekend game against the Nashville Predators. So life after wall starts pretty quick against one of the hottest teams in hockey and and one uh, a team that has been putting the puck in the back of the net a lot too. So uh, a big time challenge in their first game without Joe Wall uh, and that'll be on Saturday. So we'll tee that one up as well in just a little bit. But before we get into all that, I do want to tell you about one of today's show sponsors, and it's our good pals over at eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophies? Also, what keeps your ride or die alive? eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the price you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. eBay Guaranteed Fit only available to U.S. customers. Welcome back into the Locked On at Leafs podcast. I'm Mike DiStefano with Dave Morissuti. We're a host here at Locked On Leafs. 
Uh, if you are new to the program, we appreciate you swinging by. Hopefully you're enjoying the conversation so far. Just a reminder, we do have new podcasts coming out each and every day. You can find them wherever you download your podcast. That also, uh, you can watch the video format on YouTube as well. Hit subscribe uh, and leave a like as well. And a comment down below. Let us know what's your level of concern for the Maple Leafs in net now. Sans this Joseph Wall situation. Uh, so let us know in the comment section down below. I'm curious though, Dave. Um you know, you, you see there's now injuries are really starting to pile up, right? We got the Klingberg news that came down the other day. He's done for the year. You probably still are looking at a three to four week timeline, I would think, for Timothy Lilligren. Uh, so not that close. You've got similar timeline on Mark Giordano. So not all that close. Um, does this injury now to Joseph Wall, if he's going to be out, for a similar amount of time, four to six weeks perhaps, or however long he might be out. Um, do you think this maybe would speed up that trade process to to try and get another blue liner in here that could maybe help Samsonov and, and Martin Jones? Well, I think the difficulty here is the least might be motivated to try to make a move. Mm. Takes two to tango. And, you know, the, right now, I don't know how many teams are throwing lifelines out to the Toronto Maple Leafs. They're not throwing lifelines out. I'm telling you that much. They're uh, no. <laughs> right. But yeah, Brad Living, he can say that, you know, they're not they're They're interested. They want to add. They want to add. But it's one thing to talk about it. It's another to And Brendan Shanahan, I don't know if you saw the interview he had with Gino Retta the other day. He's like, yeah. Brad is working the phones. He's working the phones. Well, <laughs> I would like if those phone calls would lead to something, right? Or be, you know, lead to some tangible work to be done, right? Yeah, you, not every a trade doesn't happen overnight. It takes a while sometimes, especially if there's a lot of complexities with the trade. But this this isn't a problem that's going to go away even when some of those guys return. Because we know that this blue line, and we saw it tonight, this blue line needs help yeah. and it's needed help since the start of the season. And it's going to need help even as you get closer to the trade deadline, or even if you make one move, it's probably going to take a couple of moves to get this blue line. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, I think what we're anticipating and, and expecting uh, also. Okay. So despite losing Joseph wall, the team did win the game. They went on to, uh, to close it out. Uh, they scored an insurance marker to make it 4-2, and then they did give one up. You know, Martin Jones did allow one goal there, but was able to hang on and get the full two points. Again, at least first regulation win since November 17th. But I got to tell you, Dave, they, they didn't earn that victory. This is one of those games. And, and look, Toronto's been on the other side of this many, many times as well, right? Where you look at the 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 game overall, you watch it, you say Toronto dominated, but came up short. Well, tonight the Sens dominated, but they came up short. Toronto pulled out the victory despite Ottawa winning 67% of the minutes, outshooting Toronto 41 to 22, outchancing Toronto 29-27, but 16 to 7 in high danger chances. Um yet yeah, they lose the game. And Toronto picks up two points. I think the big one here is you look at why the Suns lost this game. It's a clear example of you can dominate 
you can get those chances. But if you're not tidy in your own areas in certain moments of the game, you know, you look at letting Mitch Marner get in on a breakaway. Usually that's yep. not advisable. Uh, David Camp, you know, kind of leaving him, uh, I would say unmarked, but no, not picking him up in front of the net. Letting William Nylander get in on a prime scoring chance. It's usually not something I would advise either. Like, it's moments like that. The giveaway on the third goal, right? Like, it, yeah. it was a nice play by Toronto, but a giveaway at, at uh, you know, at the blue line, and then all of a sudden Toronto's got an on-man rush the other way, tic-tac-toe in the back of the net. Yeah, I mean, beautiful play by oh, Domi and Yarnko. But, yeah, I mean, that's that's for if you're if you're looking at how the Leafs were able to pick up the win it's yeah they were playing brutal they were getting outplayed but they stuck with it they found a way to find chinks in the senator's armor I, I and we said put pressure on that defense when they started finally putting pressure on that defense they made mistakes and it's sometimes good teams when they're not playing their best if they're able to take advantage of mistakes that their opposition gives them windows of opening to take you got to take them and I, at least you got to give the Leafs credit for doing that yeah. but yeah that's a game where I don't know if I'm celebrating all too much if I'm the coaching staff or the players yeah I mean afterwards you you know you snuck snuck away a with a win there right like I'm I'm looking at it right now the the underlying numbers I mean obviously we watched the game you could tell Ottawa dominated but even the the underlying numbers are supporting it like <laughs> legitimately 67 percent of the minutes were won but you know if you look at even the 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 you know top line they were severely outplayed like Austin Matthews tonight. Um, I was taking a look at at what his numbers were, his on ice numbers, his is the underlying numbers, and his expected goals was like thirty percent, which you don't normally see in Austin Matthews. Like that's not what you typically see. Mitch Marner also not very good tonight uh, in terms of expected goals, twenty one percent for him. So the top six of Toronto got outworked heavily 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 and that 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 needs to change man we talked about it going in let's see some consistency from those guys they had finally started to to break through you had the hat trick for marner against seattle you had two goals for matthews against boston and then all of a sudden yeah they come into ottawa and and still cannot get it going and and, and you know score back-to-back games it's, it's so incredibly frustrating well, I know Mar scored, but I mean Matthews that I was referring to uh, scoring in back-to-back games. So um, let's get to our three stars, though. It's weird doing a three stars because I I had a tough time coming up with with my three stars because I wasn't sure how many people really deserved the credit for tonight's win. But uh, I'm curious to see what you came up with. Give me your third star, Dave. Like I was going into saying, could I just give Joseph Wall all three stars? Like, could we just do that? But you know what? You know what? I'm willing. I'm. I am willing to do that. Like I'm willing to definitely. Give I do have star. three stars. Though, I will say I do have three stars, but there's only actually one specific player that gets the three stars. It for me. Okay, so we're kind of in the same boat. Go ahead. So third star, and I. This might be a first that we've ever done this. I'm giving it to Mike Johnston. <laughs> Johnson, by the way. Johnson, sorry, I'm. I have a buddy who's also Mike Johnson, who 
Mike Johnson. I called him I once, heard... and it, he he never let me live it down. By the way, he's Uh-oh. like Chris Johnston, Mike Johnson. I'm like, yes, yeah, I, that's I where I get. Him. Yeah, yeah, good. Hopefully, Mike doesn't listen to this and hate me. Um, <laughs> the moment I heard his voice the first time, I'm like, the, oh no, the Mystic Mike when he did the yeah. Mystic Mike on the pregame. Yeah, I'm like, oh no. Yep, like, same he, thing. But he gutted it out. Bad voice, clearly fighting through something, and he and he and you heard like even when his voice wasn't at his best, he he gave the people what they needed. He gave that analysis, yeah. so he got my third star. He gutted yeah. that out like a warrior, and he always brings the energy. Always brings the energy too, right? Even when he's got barely any voice there. Uh, yeah, that you know that's a good one. I'm gonna give him my third star as well. Um, second star though, I'll move right to my second star. And again, I cheated because I always like to cheat. Um, I get to the third line. You know, I thought that the third line actually played well again tonight. We talked about the goal that they scored, which uh, was a big goal at the time. Um, you know, it was just a, a really nice play. Like they break it up in the defensive end and then transition themselves up ice, a little tic tac toe, and it's into the back of the net. Nice feed from Domi and a good finish from Cali Earncroft. His, uh, it's at six of the year now for him. So that line's providing the type of secondary scoring that this team needs. They now need to get some primary scoring back into this thing because um, they're actually getting it from David Camp, who scored tonight. They got one from Yarncroft. And then, of course, the night they finally get one from Nylander and Marner, they win the game. Go figure. Uh, but that's kind of what we've needed to see from this group. Um, it seems like it's not often that primary and secondary scoring is, is you know, firing on the same night. Tonight they kind of were uh, a little bit in terms of, it's how it ended, but at the third line, they were exceptional tonight. They, they were in the offensive end for a majority of the night. I thought that they were uh, controlled to play. You look at the expected numbers, 99% expected goals uh, for that third line tonight at five on five. So I thought that they were really, really, really good for Toronto. Um, so had to definitely put them in these three stars here. Yeah. I, I really like their, their game tonight. Nobody really had like, no, over the top amazing game, but I thought they were solid and they need to be yeah. solid because you know when you're when you're on the road, teams try to find a line to you know match up against and, and try to expose the matchup. And that but that credit that third line, they did not allow that to be to be the case, right? So I thought, yeah, they're very much deserving of a unit star, I guess. We'll, we'll, Nick we'll, Nick Robertson tonight on the ice. Uh on let me see yeah on the ice for seven shots four only one shot against so uh, and to be fair i mean they did get only offensive zone starts <laughs> they literally had zero d zone faceoffs, 100 percent ozone starts one in the neutral zone three in the offensive zone um so they were put in a favorable spot obviously uh, but that's kind of what you need to do with this line. They're not a, a overly stout defensive shutdown line. So you got to put them in a position to to have success. And tonight was uh, was one of those nights. So so kudos to uh, to Keith for doing that and for them for executing. Uh, your second star. The penalty kill. Oh. The one thing that has improved 
since the beginning of the year. I was I have been worried about this penalty kill, and they've I think they've like they they said it on the broadcast. Maybe they only allow like one power play goal in like their last like twenty seven opportunities or something like that. Yeah, I'll look it up really quickly, but yeah, like they've only allowed um I think like seven or eight of their last nine games, they've only allowed a power play goal in like one of them. I think they may have allowed two goals in that game, but like only one game in the last eight or nine uh have they got scored on on the uh shorthanded. And to me that's you know that's a huge improvement considering no I mean, I, I know Mark Giordano just got hurt, but that's no Mark Giordano, who's a big penalty killer for you. Um, Timothy Logan would be technically a penalty killer on this team, right? Um, I they've that that's the one thing where you can hang your hat on because penalty killing is a lot about effort, right? Getting in the lanes, blocking shots, keeping you know those high danger chances to a minimum on the on the penalty kill, and like at the end of the game. You see Simon Benoit take that penalty, and you're just like, oh, like, last thing you want. And they they snuffed it down. They kept they kept Ottawa off the board, even though Ottawa tried to dim the lights to give themselves an advantage. <laughs> yeah, I did see that. Uh, over the last 10 games, 90% uh, penalty kill. Yeah. Now, I do think, yeah, there's going to be, like, they're not as bad as they were to start the year. I don't know if they're going to be as good as they've been the last few weeks, but I think they'll equal out, and I, I'm I'm definitely a fan of how their penalty kill has been lately. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of moving parts to this penalty kill, and I, I think that you know Sheldon Keefe was trying to figure out how it all works yeah. out best. Um, I, I'm trying to remember. I mean, are we seeing as much Matthews on the PKs we did earlier in the year? I'm trying to remember if I not, saw him play much on the PK not, tonight. Not really, like. His ice time has been has been high, right? Yeah, like and, he, he only played uh three he played, seconds he played 20 minutes tonight. Well he had three seconds of time on the penalty kill. Yeah. Right. Nylander one second. So, you know, when they were putting those guys out there on the PK, um, it wasn't successful. Now you look over the course of the last, you know, ten games or so, they're finding out okay, well, McKay being back and healthy helps as well. But they're like, okay, Camp and Marner, those are our guys. Yarncroc and Noah Gregor, those are our guys. We're just going to roll with that. Whereas it felt like earlier in the year they were trying to, like, rotate dudes in and trying to have, like, six, like, five, six different forwards um, who were killing penalties for them. And, I don't know, just didn't seem to work. But now they're in a groove, and it seemed to be working out a little bit better for them. Um, so, yeah, hopefully that continues. Obviously, it's a key part of uh, – of the game. Uh, Joe Wall's the first star, though, from yes. both of us, I assume. And the only thing about the, about that game that I hate for him on top of the injury, he loses the win. He doesn't get the win because Martin yeah. Jones gets got credit for the win because of the goal that the, that the Sens scored. So yeah. it, it's unfortunate um, that he didn't get to see it out, but he should ha- hold his head up high because, man, like, it's been so long since I've seen a goaltending performance like that, where you even when the like the centers were on a breakaway, yeah, you're you're nervous anytime a team's on a breakaway has a high danger chance. But to know that Joseph Wall was just on his game, haven't had that feeling really that much with Leafs goaltending. We've always kind of said Leafs goaltending just needs to be average, average. 
above yeah average to above average yeah joseph wall was elite tonight yes he was and that's that's something that you hope he can come back and come back to what he was um or is i should say and uh because that's that's an element that this team is going to need uh is one come playoff time if hopefully everything stays good without him in the lineup yeah they gotta make the playoffs dave they gotta rely on samson off maybe he'll they gotta call up the hill to beast if uh, all else fails that's an interesting comment. That's an interesting comment. The Hilda Beast is absolutely killing it in the American League. And he's 22, 23. So he's not like a typical, you know, D plus one year. He was drafted as like a, a double overager. So he's he's roughly, yeah, he's like an age where it's like, okay, let's let's see what he's got. If he's succeeding down in the minors, perhaps... If things aren't going well with Samsonov and with Martin Jones for a few weeks here while Wool's out with an injury, perhaps we do get to see the the Hill the Beast at some point. Um, but obviously we do want to wish Wall some uh some support. Hopefully it's not as long-term injury as as it looked, but it, it didn't look great, obviously, putting zero weight on that leg, um, on that knee, whatever the injury was. I'm I'm sure we'll get some more information on it. Tomorrow or over the weekend, um, as he uh, gets it checked up again once they get to Toronto. All right, let's uh, take one more quick break. When we get back, we'll tee up uh, Saturday night's game. Got Nashville coming to town. So life moves on in the NHL. No Joe Wall. Don't matter. Still got games to play. Whoever is in net for this game. And it'll definitely be a test. So we'll kind of tee up that one on the other side. But first, Dave, a word from our show sponsor. Yep. Today's show is also brought to you by Jace Medical. I know we come to sports to escape from some of the crazy realities of real life. But can we just talk for a minute about preparing for real life? According to the FDA, pharmacies are running out of antibiotics like amoxicillin right in the middle of the worst flu season in over a decade. It's the holiday season. Maybe you're traveling somewhere to celebrate with family. The last thing you want is to be unprepared to take care of yourself or a loved one if you fall ill. Jace Medical can give you peace of mind before you even hop on a flight. The Jace case is a pack of five different antibiotics that treat a long list of bacterial illnesses, including UTIs, respiratory infections, skin infections, among others. This stuff could happen to any of us. This Jace, visit jacemedical.com and complete your physician encounter. It will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medications will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. It's never been more important to be prepared than today. Go to jacemedical.com and use offer code LOCKEDON to get $20 off your order. Welcome back into the Locked On at Leafs podcast. It's Mike DiStefano and Dave Morissuti. We will... Turn the page on uh, this second go at the Battle of Ontario. It's now evened up at ones with Toronto winning this one. And they'll play again uh, down the road, obviously. And then we'll get back into it then. But for now, Toronto's got to turn the page because they got a pretty good squad coming to town. The Nashville Predators coming to Toronto, coming off of uh, three straight wins, including a a dub against the Tampa Bay Lightning on Thursday. Four to one was the win there. They've won eight of their last ten. One actually. Five one was the final. 
Yeah. So they got another one. Okay. So I saw it 4-1 like late. 5-1 was the final. Look at that. Um, they've been one of the highest scoring teams in the NHL this year. Uh, it's it's going to be a tough, tough challenge, Dave. Yeah. I, I remember at the beginning of the season, I thought this team would be meddling with the playoff spot. But part of what gave me pause for concern was this offense, right? I didn't think they had enough on offense. Like their defense is still not, you know, up to snuff, right? Yeah. But yeah, I I, I didn't expect their offense to pick up like it has. And, uh, you know, one Mr. Ryan O'Reilly has made it known that he is extra excited to uh, to be back and go up against the Leafs again. Um, yeah. But, you know, like he scored twice one... last time they played, didn't he? Twice. Like, yep. If I recall, including the overtime winner. So, like, these teams already played once and Nashville, they, they won that game. They came back. I think Toronto was up like two nothing or something like that or, or three one, perhaps. And uh, Nashville came back and then won the game in overtime. Uh, it was I do remember the least that. kill that kind of failed them in that game. Mm. Like one of Ryan O'Reilly's goals was on the power play. So a little bit of that. Um, and you look like UC Saros has been so good. Roman Yossi yeah. is back to being Roman Yossi. He had a goal and assist against the Lightning tonight. Ryan McDonough also had a goal and assist. So he seems to be finding himself with uh, the Lightning as well. It's a oh, very... Yeah. It's a very tough task right now if you're yeah the preds they're coming in right now too like just defensively offensively they're in the top you know six or seven in in, in almost every single category you look at like top to bottom they've been uh pretty elite like expected goals they're they're six in the nhl and expected goals at five on five you look at the you know goal differential they're right up there um in the nhl so you know, this is a team that is they 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 can score. They've got Philip Forsberg, who's having an unbelievable season, to go along with uh, Riley. Obviously, um, there's there's some good good players on that squad that Toronto's going to have a handful with for sure. And hopefully, they can you know, <laughs> hopefully they can bring their A game because they have not brought an A game. Uh, they haven't had a 60-minute effort pretty well all season. I think you can maybe look at that Boston game the other night, and that was pretty close. What I will say is, you know, Nashville, they are an older team, a little bit of a slower team, I suppose. Like, this is the type of team that Toronto doesn't struggle as much with. Um, so I, I think they should be okay as long as they play up to their capabilities, right? You need to see... Yeah. Austin Matthew playing like Austin Matthews got to see Marner and Nylander going, you know, doing their thing. And then obviously uh, everyone's got to pitch in defensively to try and help. I would imagine it'll be Samsonov in net. Uh, hopefully he gets over his, the, the sniffles that he's had for the last week and gets into the game. Um, but either way, it, it will definitely be a, a, a you know, a challenging uh, game for Toronto, but looking forward to it should, should be a good game though. Like, Ultimately, it should be a, a really solid game against, you know, with two playoff teams ultimately is is what they both are. So I'm going to uh, definitely be uh, enjoying that one. All right, buddy, we'll wrap things up. Oh, you got one. Give me one final. Thing. I'm just saying if you're if you're give any benefit, the Leafs do come out against playoff opponents. So exactly. 
That's what I mean. Like they 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 play up to their opponents. They play down to their opponents. So you got Nashville eight and two in their last ten. They usually wake up for those games and uh, show them who's boss. Basically, um, we'll see though. We will see. All right, that'll do it for us here today on the podcast. I'd like to thank you all for listening and supporting the show. You can subscribe to the Locked On Leafs podcast on all podcast platforms, including up on YouTube, and receive daily Leafs content. Follow myself on X at Mickey underscore Canuck. Follow Dave at D underscore Morissuti. Follow the show as well at Locked On Leafs. Go ahead, leave a like on the video if you've enjoyed it. Comment down below your level of concern with the Leafs with joseph wall's injury let us know down below in the comment section on youtube or you can reach out to us on twitter as well to give us your answer we'll be back with another episode for you guys on monday we'll recap what happens over the weekend and get you set for uh, a little trip to new york which is next week as well but until then keep it locked right here on locked on leafs